and just trying to say, all right, let go, give it to God, and let our divine physician step in. And I'm doing all that. I really, really am. The best of the week on Relevant Radio. Jerry in Virginia, thank you and welcome. Good morning, Patrick. I hope you're having a good day. I have a niece that's an addict, and her parents did an intervention uh, last fall, okay. and she they basically said she had to go to treatment, and so she did. And as soon as she was done with treatment, she went back to Vegas. Was she addicted to alcohol, drugs, or what? A little bit of both, all of okay. it, a little smorgasbord okay. going on. And how old is she? She's 31. And is she married? No. Okay. Mm-mm, no. But um, my sister got some phone calls last week um, and stated it's not going good. And so in interventions in Al-Anon AA programs, they tell you to cut the person off. I want to know what is the Catholic view in this type of situation. I don't know that I could give you a blanket Yes or no. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus says, for example, in Matthew 18, to go back to that passage, let's Mm -hmm. let's just kind of give Jesus the first say in this issue. Yeah, so he says, if you have something against your brother, then go to him in private and talk to him about it and see if you can get it resolved. And if Mm -hmm. he won't listen to you, if you can't do that, just the two of you together, then bring two or three witnesses so that everything can be established in the mouths of two or three witnesses. And this, by the way, is a precept from the Mosaic law that had to do with somebody who was accused of something could not be condemned on the accusation of one person. There had to be multiple witnesses so that Mm -hmm. somebody who was innocent wouldn't wind up being put to death even. So this is why Jesus invokes that. And this is what Mm -hmm. you might call the intervention stage of it. Then he says, if he will not listen... If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Now that phrase, let him be to you as a Gentile or tax collector, we might say in modern 21st century American English means you cut that person off. Okay. So there is a time and place where that is the best thing to do, maybe the only thing to do. But I don't think that this is universally obligatory. You know, there may be situations in which there's something less harsh that could be done. Well, you can't live here anymore. You can't live under this roof anymore, a parent might say to a child. It's not cutting them off, but it's something drastic and, but still falls short of cutting them off. Mm -hmm. So only you could really, I mean, you and your family, the people involved, only you could really determine how extreme is the situation. If she's showing up with violence or with criminals, if she's showing up deranged and potentially harmful to people, I mean, there are situations where, sure, you you know, you can't come around here anymore, but there's no way for me to know where it is on that spectrum of things. Mm -hmm. Is she willing to try to get some help? No, nothing. Um, I mean, I am praying from the distance because it's, you know, Lots of states in between. She yeah. does not live at home. She's out on her own. She is supporting herself. Um, but the disturbing phone calls that were received last week are like a downward spiral worse than mm-hmm. what it was. And so it, it is. It, it's just heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. And, 
And so I guess that's why I called you is because I want to be that rescuer because I'm a people pleaser and I I save whatever Mm -hmm. I can because she is God's child and I don't want anything bad to happen. And, you know, I'm not prophesizing that way either. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to say, all right, let go, give it to God and let our divine physician step in and I'm doing all that. I really, really am. But it's just, I want your take on, do you go in and try to rescue one more time? Or when is, when do you stop rescuing, you know, mm-hmm. because you can't fix it. I understand. I understand. And you're right to want to do everything you can. You have a good heart. You love her. You want to see her get out of this nightmare situation. And that's mm-hmm. all laudable, obviously. But there can come a time where your concern becomes enabling. And if your continued effort to help her is just recycled into enabling her bad behavior, then as painful as it is, sometimes you just have to pull back from that. And in some terrible situations, when the family is watching in horror as the person goes into self-destruction mode, and there's nothing you can do to stop it, what a terrible agony it is for a family to see a loved one do this to herself and you, you're powerless to stop it. Mm-hmm. So do yeah. everything you can be looking for where is the line here where this becomes enabling her and makes makes it actually worse. And pray to God, obviously. There's always hope. There's always restoration. The reason I asked you if she was interested in getting help is because there is a group, the Chinacolo community, they're Chinacolo is the Italian word for cenacle, the upper room where Jesus celebrated the Last Supper. And they have uh, centers all around the world to help people, men and women, become free from drug and alcohol addiction, for example. And their website, by the way, is hopereborn.org, hopereborn.org. I mention it because maybe now is not the time, but maybe six months from now, she might be willing to take a look there, go visit, and maybe go stay there and get cleaned up and get her life back on track, but it's a Christ-centered Catholic community where the people, the men and women, you know, they obviously don't live like in the same rooms or anything. It's segregated by by sex, but they learn to pray together, to work together, to form friendships, to become free of these addictions, and their success is pretty amazing. So keep that in your back pocket. Maybe she oh, might I'm be willing to do that. I'm going to keep it really, really close to my back pocket. And okay. I appreciate you taking my call again and, and giving me some insight. And don't You're let welcome. go of hope. I thank you. What's this lady's first name? And I'll ask everyone listening to remember her in their prayers. What's her first name? Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Well, she's now on a lot of prayer lists right now, Jerry. That's why I called you, because I knew that would happen. Okay. <laughs> Like what you just heard? Share it with your family and friends. And thanks for listening.